Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Limit Breakdown, where we break down the latest in TV, movies, and everything going on in entertainment. I'm your host, Mings, and uh, I am uh, here by myself today. Sid is off doing his own thing, so I'm going to be reviewing this week's movie on my own. Uh, we are going to be reviewing Transformers Rise of the Beast. Now, our 60-second too-long-didn't-watch review of this movie is Three Hearts. Uh, basically, this movie had some of the best Transformers designs I've ever seen in live action. Um, it was sort of a soft reboot with a very, very interesting premise. Um, and the post credit scene actually has me really, really interested in future installments. However, the movie was way too reliant on MacGuffins. Uh, the role of, of the humans interacting with the Transformers felt unnecessary and almost forced. And uh, as a big, big fan of the core concept of this movie, which was the Beast Wars, I don't think there was enough Maximals. So for those reasons, we gave it three hearts. So uh, stay tuned after the intro for our in-depth dive and thoughts into Transformers Rise of the Beast. Welcome back to The Limit Breakdown, and today I'm going to be reviewing Transformers Rise of the Beast. So let me just uh, jump right into it, man. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast asks, uh, acts like a sort of a soft reboot for the Transformers series, and it really focuses the story on uh, Mirage and uh, Noah Diaz, which is uh, played by Anthony Ramos. Uh, people might know him from, uh, from Hamilton. Um, Mirage is uh, voiced by uh, Pete Davidson, and he plays a very fun-loving, smooth-talking uh, Autobot. And uh, just to give you a quick synopsis, Noah's a former soldier who's trying to, to help his family survive. His little brother's really uh, chronically ill, and uh, so he's trying to figure out a best, uh, the best way to make ends meet. Uh, he decides to go on this job to steal this uh, fancy-looking car that, unbeknownst to him, is actually the Autobot um, Mirage. At the same time, um, Dominique Fishback, an archaeologist working at a museum, discovers a artifact of unknown origin that um, turns out to be an alien key that opens up a portal to uh, another dimension. And uh, when uh, she's investigating it, it exposes it and it sends out a giant beacon that alerts both the Autobots and the uh, Terracons, which are the uh, evil versions of uh, of uh, of the um, Transformers in this particular movie. So that sets off the main plot. Um, so I'm going to hit a couple of uh, basic points here. I thought that the design on the Transformers were fantastic. I thought the Maximals looked amazing. Um, I don't know if you guys remember uh, the uh, original uh, Beast Wars from back in the day. So that's that's what uh, where the Maximals come from. It was a a take on the Transformers where they came to Earth way way before there were ever, ever people. So instead of transforming into cars, they transformed into um, animals. So you know Optimus Prime. In this case, he was known as. Uh, as um, Optimus Primal transformed into a giant gorilla, and there was uh, Chitara and 
several other animal based um uh transformers uh i was disappointed that they didn't really get as much screen time as i would have liked they didn't really come into the fray of the picture till about a little ways more than halfway through the movie um as i mentioned in the cons this movie relied a lot on the MacGuffins, on the uh items that had to be found the 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 magic key that uh that um dominique found in the museum was uh only half of a of a whole key and then they find half the key and then they have to go down to peru to find the other half and it just felt forced and unnecessary um optimus prime was kind of a douche when uh noah was introduced and the um and the autobots first uh were introduced to the human characters he wanted absolutely nothing to do with with humans which i feel is is not typically how optimus is is uh portrayed um so that that kind of threw me off a little bit um and like i said the key being split in half was kind of obnoxious if i'm being honest um the main villain was was boring. Uh, it's unfortunate because he was played uh, Scourge and he was uh, voiced by uh, Peter Dinklage, who's absolutely phenomenal. But he was very, very mustache twirly, very just no personality and didn't really do anything as far as other than, you know, I have to get the key and I have to open the portal for the even bigger baddie robot that was going to come in and uh, basically eat all the energy of of the earth and use it use it as a jumping point to go destroying planets for planets for their energon um so it it just it was it was just overly complicated um i would have liked to have seen more of just a straight up beast wars movie um i understand that that they probably felt the need to adapt it more to a more mainstream audience by uh by having the Autobots uh, kind of share the time with the uh, with the Maximals, but um, they're they're really I felt it was a wasted opportunity. Again, this is coming from someone that was a fan of the original Beast Wars um, story from back in the day. And then there were quite a few of the um, robots that that didn't even show up. We didn't see the iconic Tyrannosaurus version of um, of Megatron in in Beast Wars. Megatron. Uh, uh, instead of being, you know, the old school tank that he was, he was a uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And then there were, you know, other versions of Starscream and Waspinator and and other uh, Terracons or or Decepticons, if you will, um, that that just weren't a part of the movie. And so for this one, for your villain, you had you had uh, Scourge, and then you know uh, an uh, an army of uh, unnamed baddies that were just fodder for the. For the Autobots and Maximals to uh, to take out um, the the final fight was kind of a CGI smorgasbord. Just you know, all of these unknown robots finding the Autobots. There were some key moments in there that were pretty pretty awesome. I uh, I really did enjoy the soundtrack, and I think the best scene of the movie was when Bumblebee jumped out of the airplane. Uh, and you had uh, LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out uh, playing in the background, and he's uh, skydiving and taking out um, uh, Terracon left and right and and uh, just kind of, you know, doing his bumble, uh, Bumblebee thing. Uh, that's one thing that I will say. The, the soundtrack was pretty, pretty on point. Um, I, I really did enjoy that there. Um, and then 
the involvement of the humans um i thought that it was cool for them to allow um for them to have mirage kind of give up part of his to let noah quote unquote take the wheel and do kind of like an armored uh human version and the optimus prime fight with scourge and, and noah and all that but again it was just a whole lot of cgi nonsense <laughs> if i'm being completely honest i mean i understand there's probably not a very effective way to do practical effects with giant robots so it is what it is i mean overall i thought that this movie was enjoyable um as far as transformers movies go you know we're very used to there being like giant explosions and you know the whole michael bay treatment of it all um and like i said this one wasn't direct directed by michael bay um and so it had i feel like a little bit more of uh of a focus on the story and even though it wasn't a perfect movie i still did enjoy the story that it told and then towards the end of the film you get a complete and total surprise because i didn't see it coming um when uh in the post credit scene noah is uh you know kind of goes back to his uh regular life and he's uh trying to find a job again to help his family and then he's being recruited by the government and he gets handed a card with a logo that says G.I. Joe. So, you know, it, it, it pushes forward the idea that, uh, you know, they, we've heard mentions of Hasbro wanting to do some type of cinematic universe. And, you know, there is precedent for, um, for Transformers and G.I. Joe to kind of have had uh, joint um, ventures before. They've, there's been uh, collaborations in the cartoons. There have been comics with G.I. Joe and Transformers. So it's... It's a natural fit, I think, for G.I. Joe and Transformers to, to kind of uh, do a movie together. And that would be pretty, pretty awesome and exciting. And then using the character of Noah and Mirage to kind of like bridge the, the gap between the two. It's uh, it's pretty cool. So um, final thoughts on this movie was um, it had a good soundtrack. It had some good ideas. Not the greatest movie in the world, but um, a solid three entertaining uh if you are a big fan of the Beast Wars animation, you're expecting a Beast War movie. That's not what this was. But it's it's a soft reboot of the Transformers. And I think it uh, it's enjoyable enough and it has enough original concepts on it to at least make me interested in wanting to see the next installment. Um, but that's all I've got for you guys. That's my uh, thoughts and opinions on, uh, on Beast Wars. Uh, uh, excuse me, on Transformers Rise of the Beasts um please don't forget to hit the like button comment subscribe uh, on the channel as always we appreciate you guys tuning in uh let me know if you agreed with my thoughts let me know if there was anything that you uh wanted to contribute as always we appreciate any interaction in the comments and uh we will catch you next time with more content